Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Wow, wow, wow. I'll tell you, with that drum roll and all the countdown, I want you on my show every week to warm this thing up. I mean, the dance moves, everything. You got it going on, Jerry. I'm ready. I got my drum right behind me. I'm a drummer. I've been a lifelong drummer. I'll be happy to play it live for you. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about drumming because uh, I've met some really amazing drummers that obviously create smiles in the world. I mean, drum is the beat. I'm sure you've uh, watched some of the documentaries on drumming that, uh, where they brought all the drummers together from all over. And, and, do, and play remotely, yes. Isn't that cool? Being a lifelong drummer, I don't know if you noticed in the beginning of the book, the testimonials I got were from famous yeah, drummers. I did. I, I just, yeah. You know uh, Kenny Aronoff? Of course. Uh, and Rich Redmond? Of course. Yeah, those two are two of my... I, I, I will say friendly enough that they've been on my show. How about that? <laughs> to them. Aronoff especially, my God. We grew up with him. Is he older than us? He's a little bit older. And man, does he doesn't look it, though. No, he does. He looks the same. I guess when you shave your head, you become ageless. Yeah, I mean, I had a gray, like, uh, the completely Afro, gray, this big. So did I. I no, this you. morning, just this morning. And oh, I just... just this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I want to actually, um, so this show is going to be different because you're so different. And every once in a while, I just say, you know what? The show format I have and the one we spoke of yesterday, it doesn't make sense with how this book is just such a, a speaking dialogue. And... Did, did you self-publish? Yeah, I released okay. it through Amazon. Yep. So I'm going to beg you to have a conversation with me later because I want to take your book on a tour. I'm a publisher, obviously, and I want to I want to do this as a friend. So I just want to let you know I am I am so excited about this book. I started reading it and I could not put it down. And I started reading around seven o'clock this morning. I said, "There are so many talking points. I want you on my show again." That's kind of like how do we do that when there's only fifty shows a year? You know, you got you meet all these amazing people and you really consider each show so precious like you consider like a ten thousand dollar show because they're so big and there's so little shows that we can do so i just want to say i'm so so happy about this book it's his third book and i'm going to read a little bit about cherry second so, book second book this is your second my second yes okay so i read it three times so i thought it was your third oh well thank you so much we'll re we'll re-release it as a third <laughs> i'm new to the game you have to teach me how to do it so I'm going to only read, I think, the first paragraph because we're going to learn about you through the the uh, the, the uh, show. Okay, so good. Jerry is a professional voiceover actor, construction official, public speaker, lifelong drummer, and world fixer from the great state of New Jersey. God bless you. Um, like Getty Lee singing as the working man in the aptly named song by Rush. Lebozo makes clear throughout this book that ordinary people putting in effort every and work every day is what makes this world spin. Let's see what else we have here. So your first book, Speak for Yourself, which we're actually going to talk about that book too, even though I don't have that in hand, I can't wait to read it because that's your autobiography of your life. Yes, it and is. You shared some real interesting hacks on how to do books. So we're going to talk about that as well. So our normal format is Amplified is about amplifying the life of leaders, how they create inspiration and community. And when I looked at your book and I happened to look at B-sides and I saw um, Yellow, uh, Mr. Blue Sky. Yes. 
potentially my favorite song, uh, at least for a decade, it was my favorite song. You know, if you're a music collector, it's hard to keep a favorite song because you just keep learning new, wonderful songs. But that is a song that hits me hard because it was a very big part of my life. So thank you for adding that song in there. And, and you know, I thought of the format of this show, Jerry, is it's almost like going through the table contents or just flipping through the book and saying, like, I even like how you have recipes in here. <laughs> There's big plans for that. <laughs> I'm Italian. We're, this is what we do. Everything's a recipe. We we curse at each other in food. We so, curse at each other like, you know, uh, uh, cucumber. It's an Italian thing. We just all about food with us. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you printed this in color. In color. Yeah. Uh, there was no way I could get this message across. I mean, we have we have a limited amount of uh, a limited amount of of uh, of um, um, what's the word I'm looking for uh, the senses. So uh -huh. I wanted to hit as many as I could. If I could have made it smellable, I would have done that too. Well, I'm going to encourage you as a publisher because I know that you gave these books away at Secret Knock. So God bless you for that. And and a big shout out to Dr. Greg Reed, Greg S. Reed, who always has authors like us come and give books and connect with people that are extraordinary. They're disruptors, they're innovators. They're the kind of people that you end up on a show with. <laughs> Thank God for Secret Knock. That's how we got together. I know. Fantastic. I know. Well, I, I want to say uh, the advice I will give you as a publisher. <clears throat> and by the way, thanks to, thanks to Secret Knock and you just coming up to me out of the blue taking my picture. Now, when you Google Jerry Lobozo, the first thing you see is a picture of me at Secret Knock taken by you. So thank you really? very much. Yeah. Awesome. And I you don't know what happens, but it just happens. Well, it, it, he has a lot of traction. He has a lot of people that follow him. And so what happens is whoever's going to his events gets a lot more uh, SEO. You know, you said, um, I believe yesterday, that you don't do a lot of shows. No. Uh, well, uh, this is the first show, the first real interview that I've ever done in my entire career because of, this, of, the, of the advent of technology. Right. You know, I've, done, I've done newspaper uh, interviews phone interviews, but now we've got, you know, all these things at our disposal. So I've never really done an actual interview, especially with a host as, as excited as you to talk to me. Who am I? <laughs> well, the thing that's interesting is that most people that would say it's their first show, they may not have done a whole lot. And you have done so much in your life. I'm so lucky to have you be christened <laughs> in, the, in the Zoom world. Because when you told me that, I was like, there's no way. Yeah, you, way. So Wait, we're, we're so we're good job on the way. No way, because I, I know you referenced that as well in the in the book. <laughs> <laughs> you read the book. I could I could quiz him, and he knows what what's in the book. That's so awesome. I yeah, want, so, what I want to know from you. How do I get a doctorate in smiling? I want to become a doctor too. Uh, how do you do that? <laughs> I will actually I will share this with you. Uh, doctor uh, Jim Omps, his father. He's he's junior. His father came up with a doctorate program that's credited through uh, the University of Hawaii. And it is the International University of Entrepreneurology. I got my doctorate in philosophy during the uh, pandemic. And I don't know if you know Dr. Michelle Mraz, but she uh, took advantage of that same program. And they do a lot of programs in Asia. So people in Asia that want to get a master's degree or they want to get a, a PhD, they have all the credentials. They just need to form it all up and write their dissertation. So I had 240 credits in college that was very unmanaged. I didn't have the money to pay for master's programs, so I would just take tons of classes. And I don't know about you, but um, <clears throat> when my dad and mom said they'll pay for every A, that only lasted two semesters because I got straight A's. And then they said, we can't afford to keep paying. Can't afford you, yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. So, I, so the other hack you, I had was I went to a community college where after 15 credits, all credits were free. 
So I would get approved for 30 credit loads. Wow. Okay. So, so this, this doctorate is credit. Uh, It's a credit. So what I did was I took all my credits I'd had in college that were not correctly assigned to education, which I got an education certification to teach physics and chemistry, my business credits, which I did not do a master's. I couldn't afford the master's. So I didn't get an MBA. You get my point. Like I was in the same class with people that were getting an MBA. I was in the same class getting uh, with uh, students that were getting an MBA in education. But the word smiley comes after the doctor. That's it, it, the best thing ever. Exactly. So <laughs> when I got so when I got my doctor, I said I want to be known as Doctor Smiley because that's that's the biggest part of the brand is that I want to have a doctorate in knowing what a smile does in the world. Gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it does a lot. Let's get into it. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So first of all, um, I want to get back to the advice I want to give you. So this book that you give away, God bless you for giving away a color edition. It's 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 a bold move because you're you're giving away roughly two to three times the expense that you would have to endure if it was just black and white. So I'm just going to give you this advice just as a friend. You come up with exactly this one right here. This is the cover of your book, but it's black and white. The one that's color that has all this amazing color. And by the way, you're not even using color, obviously, in some of the parts of the book, but you have color here. Make a second edition and add $10 to the price tag and make it the, the color edition, the, the collector's edition. So you have two ISBNs. We're sharing these nuggets with all of you people watching this show. This is more than just an interview. This is a, this is a how-to, how-not-to. This is a very valuable show. Thank you well, so the much. reason I say that is because this book would be about $5 less if you were giving away black and white. And people that don't read books, because you do know that a lot of times you give a book to someone, they don't even touch it or read it. Okay, They're, So you want to give black and white books to people that you don't know if they're going to read it. You want to give color books to people that are influencers or have podcasts or our potential clients, because those people, it is worth the extra five to seven dollars to give them a book that's all color. Thank you for the advice. I did it because I needed to big. I needed to. I needed to bring it at Secret Knock. I, had to- I think. I think you made the right choice at Secret Knock. Now, Secret Knock, those are all innovators. So they've already hit the filter. They've they paid thirty five hundred dollars and upwards to be at an event to meet people like you. So you made the right choice there. What I'm saying is for you to have impact with a book and you want to get it out to the masses and you're giving away the book a lot more often, I just think you should have a black and white choice, which is $19.95, and then have this one pumped up at $29.95. That's my point. The $29.95... Got it. I the $29.95 covers your color. That's my point. So when you sell a book for $30, the buffer for all that color expense is already in it. So we always release books, like my Epiphanies book, which is my doctorate, I'll be sending you the color edition because you are someone I want to experience the full color experience. So that one's $29.95. The Epiphany's book doctorate program, black and white, is $19.95, so I can give it away more often. That's all. That's so great. I don't know if we should be giving all this information away. (laughs) (laughs) So um, let's start with with what I brought up earlier, and I'm just so excited about this. Uh, I want to know, what's the dealio? Okay, we're going to start in the middle. I mean, that's a crazy place to start. But when you hit me with, and I opened the book, by the way, almost immediately to this page, which is page 79, and it was Mr. Blue Sky. By yeah. So I know that's not the start of your book, but that, that's important to start B-side with Mr. Blue Sky. And as you know, you have later in here Queen with uh, We'll Rock You and We Are the Champions, what, the most amazing duo, uh, 45 ever. No doubt about it. No, no doubt about it. It hasn't been replaced since. No. And the movie picks that. It was, it was page 99, you said? Uh, 79. 79 oh, in the book. 
and uh, we, you won't need to reference it from a standpoint of quizzing. I'm asking you from a, just a standpoint of me guiding this interview with you. Uh, it's funny. I have interviewed someone before and I said, you know, what did you mean by this? And I go, and they said, I haven't read my book in a while. So <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not doing that game. We're not doing that game. Right, what, right, we're right. Doing, what we're doing is we're doing what hit me and what you want to say about it. So what hit me is I opened up on page 79. I see Mr. Blue Sky by the Flight Orchestra. Tell me why you picked that as the beginning of B-side. I don't remember. I mean, it, this is exactly what's going to happen now. Some some of those, I could be able to answer those on some of the chapters okay. and some not. So we did a lot of research. When when we write these books, we I have a team of, okay. of two plus me equals three. And by the way, you can give shout outs to your team if you want. Oh, shout out to uh, Nathan Minahan, who is a, a person who uh, brands people, you know, like Nike and Coca-Cola will spend millions of dollars coming up with the, you know, the check mark to, to be Nike, but people yep. don't spend the time, energy, and effort to brand themselves. So Nathan Minahan is a clothier, and he, and he brands people through websites and books and, and clothes. And Matt Geraci, young guy, old soul. You know, he, he, by, by meeting with these guys every Sunday, he became me and wrote, you know, helped me write this book as if he was me. So I can, I, I can meet these guys Sunday? Yeah, yeah, we'll have you as a guest caller on Sunday. Anytime you want. That would be I'd love it. So we you know we 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 started googling. There's a lot of googling going on when we're when we're having these meetings, right? How would you meet them? Secret knock. Was it really? Yeah. That's Actually cool. no. No, 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 no. I take it back. Uh Nathan is uh, friends with one of my older sons. Yeah, mm -hmm. he, my son introduced me. Nathan was wearing a white robe on a on a deck, you know, on a on a balcony with my son at some, you know, place where he was doing some business. A B&I. I don't know if you have B&Is by you. you know, the business. Oh, uh, by the way, Dr. Ivan Meisner is in, he's the founder of B&I. Oh, B&I is a great thing. If you can sustain the hours that sometimes that they do these things. Well, I flew out to meet Dr. Ivan Meisner in Austin. And you know, he has like 300,000 members right now. 8,000 chapters. I met the guy who started it and he's in our Dose of Hope. He's in the Keep Smiling books. Yes. So, so my son met him at B&I said, you have to meet my dad. I met him on a, on a FaceTime call and we've been friends and business, you know, associates ever since. And then he just has a, you know, a, a plethora of contacts on every level, the graphic designers, all that stuff. He's my go-to guy. And he's, he's the one who, you know, gets me everything that I need in order to put these books out. So as far as that particular tune is, again, I, I don't, I can't give you an exact reason why, because there's a lot of research that goes in as to what's why we chose the song. Well, and, and by the way, this is an, a newly formatted show. So we're just doing this differently. So I will, I will uh, heed that as not every question is going to lead us down a path. But I had to do that because when I started my collection of music, you're going to tell me what you bought first. But I bought Van Halen, Dance the Night Away, and I bought Black Sabbath, um, Master Reality. Those are my first. And Ted Nugent. Um, gosh, I can't remember the. Uh, Wango Tango. Those are my first three albums I bought the very first day I started my collection. First albums that I ever purchased, probably ever, was all the Led Zeppelin albums. I mean, the influence that Led Zeppelin had on me, especially as a drummer, yeah. you know, Bonzo. Uh, John. Well, Bonzo. you look just like Robert Plant. I mean, that's, that's a given right there. I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me stand up if you really, <laughs> if you really want to get the full effect. Uh, yeah, so Zeppelin, and who would have known that 30, 40, 50 years later, they would still be, they were so ahead of their time, they're never going to catch up. 
Nope. My opinion. So yeah. when you ask any drummer, any survey, anywhere, anytime, it always goes back to John Bonham as the innovator, the one that everybody wants to emulate. And so Zeppelin to me was it. I mean, that's, that's the, the epitome of rock and roll. Really. Yeah. But Robert Plant with his voice though, I mean, it, it, it brought the soul of that damn group together. I mean, what no, a, no doubt about it. I younger, when I was younger, I could hit all that. I had a four octave range. Now in this, really? I'm, I'm diminishing my octaveness, but as my, as yeah. I get older, but you know, as you get older, you, you get deeper and just do different things. Right? <laughs> I didn't have that when I was younger. I didn't, I didn't have the, uh, the, the baritone. I could have family. easily said that's what she said, but I did not do that. All right. This is a family show. That's why. <laughs> exactly. Who knows who's watching? So I do want to um, I do want to reframe the show a little bit because I'm going to do a hybrid now. So I, I had to itch my head just to get the hybrid going. Are you ready for this? Yeah. All right. The hybrid. We're going to go with the beginning of how you created who you are. We're going to do that part because I want the audience to know that you are a creation of just like anybody else that was a human that was potentially trying to figure it all out. So here we go. Where were you born? I was born in Irvington, New Jersey, home of Jerry Lewis. Really? I wanted, <laughs> I, my, my goal is to be, you know, the, the second, right now, uh, he was the, the most successful person that ever came out of Irvington and Irvington High. I want to break that record. It's a lot to break. I mean, Jerry Lewis is as big as it gets, right? He's pretty big, yeah. So well, the second question is, uh, I'm just guessing this, but you're going to probably say I'm 100% right. You were beaten by drums as a child, so you decided to become a drummer. So what was your childhood like? That was correct. My childhood was exactly that. Very loud. I'm a loud guy. And and I and of all the things to choose to play, I think the instrument finds you as opposed oh. to you finding the instrument. Like, why would anybody want to play, you know, accordion, right? Today's standards. Harmonica. Okay. The triangle. The triangle. Exactly. So you, you find what it is that makes you tick and you do it. I, I Drums are loud. I'm a, I was a loud guy when I was younger. My voice always projected. So I needed something that projected. And I started playing drums at a very, very early age. I made a lot of noise in my house. Lots of well, noise. I want to say something. Uh, I want to show something to you because you said how important that photo was to you. I just want to, I want to share this because. Which photo? This one right here. Ah, you got him to hold up the card. Well, it's actually not that way. Um, it's so different than that. It is actually we want to honor people that bring smiles to the world. And we simply go to somebody and say, you bring so many smiles to the world. Can I honor you by having you hold this card? And I'm going to publish you in a book. And so it, it, it I guess there is a side to it that we got them to hold the, the smile card, but it's mainly that they inspired us so much. We wanted to have them in a book. That's really the point. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Arnold, he's got to be about 10 years, our elder, because I grew up watching him. Really? Yeah. He was uh, John Mellencamp's drummer. Well, I know, and, and he shared on the interview the amount of hours he practices every day still, every you day. never can practice enough, never. And there's always room. It's never too late to get better. It's never too late to learn more. It's never too late to do anything. Well, and he shared the, the different drumming styles, uh, <clears throat> the classical, the uh, top 40, the rock, the studio. And he says, you know, you, you wouldn't believe how much different it is and how hard it is to stay in line with all that so that you can be called up and, and hit it. Oh, no doubt about it. He's definitely one of those all-around all drummers. I mean, to go from rock and roll to jazz, it's different muscle memory, different, you know, sticking and all that kind of stuff. So, Well, I'm blown away because, you know, when you do your next 100 Zoom calls and you do your, your next 1,000 appearances on Zoom. God willing. <laughs> God, God willing. But I just want to say, I, I, I'm throwing this out there that it's going to be hard to beat 
the first show you're having that I love drummers and I love music so much that we can have a conversation that excites me potentially more than you and you're into music. You know, it's amazing how musicians and, and drummers and how, how we connect. There's a reason why you were drawn to me. Right. In the first secret knock, I met Alex Stern, who's now yeah. Darren Alex Stern. And it was, something, it was just something, some kind of electricity and chemistry. There you go. He wrote the forward. For I memorized every page. <laughs> and you're, I could quiz you if I want to, right? That's great. So there was just something about he and I that just we can feel the energy drawing us towards each other and became instant friends. And not until like a day or so later did we realize that we're both lifelong drummers. Which is oh true. wow! You know what I mean? Like there's there's well, definitely an energy. Tell in the, the audience who the, uh, this gentleman is because he's uh, he he changed he changed the world of uh, social media and, and networking. He certainly did through constant contact. Right, and he did that in the garage, just like Jeff Bezos did with Amazon. Everything comes out of a small place in your house, right? I mean, we're not born being, you know, Jeff Bezos and Alex Stearns and Doctor Smiley's. You have to work at it one little piece at a time, right? But but it's net. You could do it. There's don't say no to anything. You know, there's a lot of naysayers. So you're looking at a guy who was surrounded by naysayers my whole life. You know, uh, this brings up something I don't think I've ever brought up in a show before. And I've done about 500 of these uh, lovely shows since, uh, gosh, six years. But anyway, Damon John, you know who he is, right? Shark Tank? Yes, of course. Okay. He yeah. said something at a live event. I've never brought it up in a, in a show that I can recall. It's that he says that you don't want to get money and fund your idea because then you'll blow it because you have it and you don't have a tried and true system. And we're talking about doing something really small in, the, in your basement or in your garage. And just like Apple, they had to do it and have it succeed without money. Or if they had the money, they never would have been an Apple. Exactly. Money, you could buy anything you, you want when you have money, right? So, right. so if there's enough money uh, and somebody wants to design something, they just put together a very great think tank and, and they make it happen. But then the story's not as good and the success isn't as, as great and tastes as good. Well, and then you don't have anyone trying to cut the corners and hack what would be the future competitor. Exactly. That's exactly right. So it, it all starts in some little subsection of your house somewhere. So talk about your childhood and what caused you to be who you are today, a defining moment in your childhood. Okay. All right. So um, when, I was, when I was a child, I heard voices in my head. But the vo those voices were voices that were coming into my head. So I'm a professional voiceover actor, mainly character voices. So the, I was, and I was a latchkey kid, right? My mom had me when she was older. Um, uh, at the age that she had me, they say, you're either going to give birth to a genius or you're going to give birth to, you know, a, a, some so sort of a problem child. I still haven't figured out which one I am, which one she gave birth to, but I'm just going to embrace them both and just be, continue to be me. So I watched a lot of cartoons when I was a kid and I listened to a lot of music. Did you ever, did you ever watch Popeye? Ever? Even once? I didn't even get to that point yet. So <laughs> you set me up. You set me up for you know that, right? Of course. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, so Alex Stern helped me do my my uh my my elevator pitch, right? He goes, You gotta change your elevator pitch. So tell this to people. You ever heard of Pokemon? Of course. Says, yes. Have you ever heard of Popeye? And the answer most of the time, unless the kid's twelve, will say yes. And I go, I'm that guy. So I listened, I watched a lot of Popeye and then I would just emulate whatever I would hear. So I kind of developed, you know, this, what I am today, just by 
being the last key kid, my mom was always kind of scared to let me out and do, do things. So I would come home from school and watch cartoons all afternoon long and then found myself re replicating what I was hearing. I went through. So can you do a little Popeye? Sure. Let me take a sip of water if I may. Me too. <clears throat> oh, I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Skiddle die too. I'm strong to the finish because I eat me spinach. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. And it is all over this book. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you have a lot of Popeye references in here. So that was quite a, a, a period. Because, I mean, to have four pages on that. Well, what happened was that the guy who did it uh, at the th back in the 80s, he had, he had, read my thing from, that's my, that's my picture from all my right. book. I had the same Afro that you're talking about. See, we even had Afros. So Crazy Jerry, always stalking, always making people laugh. Okay, not stalking, but always making people laugh. Uh, give me a break. All right. I don't have my glasses on my reading glasses. Unforgettable times spent by uh, Dr. Dr. Korn. Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Corn. That was my, my Italian teacher. I okay. would go to school and come back in to do his class and go right back out. And so you, uh, you were accused of being the son of Mr. Carter, right? Yes. <laughs> talking about, but I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> So yeah, man, that's all I've ever wanted. I know that's all I've ever wanted to do was just you know be in the music business. Period. That's all I ever wanted to do. And I and I and this this book and is going to give me the opportunity to play with all of my heroes growing up and all of the new ones that have come out. Well, this is quite a list, and we are going to go over this in the second segment, and we're going to find out why Elton John is number one. I'm going to, I'm going to give some uh, cliffhangers here. Okay, okay. so. We're going we're gonna to go into the gold nuggets of this book. Uh, we want to make sure people can follow you, connect with you. So how can people connect with you? Okay. Well, um, you just go to jerrylobozo.com. So that makes sense. I'm sure that was, a hard, that was a hard domain to get. Yeah. No, believe it or not, I, I had to fight the, some guy to the death for that. No. Really? <laughs> no, but I couldn't get .com, though. I, I, you know what? This is to the viewers. You could get your own name.com, but if you don't pay the bill, you'll lose it. Yes. Right? If it expires. So then I had to go and get jerrylobozo.net and wait for .com to show back up again. Luckily, nobody tried to, you know, shake me down for tons of money to get my own name.com. Uh, so jerrylobozo.com. And, and, and if you just Google me, a lot of cool stuff comes up. It's, I'm impossible not to get. Uh, and, and audience, what are you saying underneath this? is if you like Jerry, watch for it to be expired and grab that sucker. Uh, we're going to edit that out. <laughs> and, and Jerry Lobozo at gmail.com. That's, that's what I've got so far. So Jerry, your, your, your advice is actually uh, very sound. <clears throat> There's a little switch that you hit on GoDaddy or any other of them that says auto renew. Just yeah, yeah, but here's the problem yeah. with that. Our Come credit on. cards have to renew every three years. Oh, yes. And everybody gets jammed up. So anything that you have on automatic, if you don't catch the email that says that there's, you know, a problem with your billing, then you will, it'll expire. That's what happened to me. Gosh, so, I'll tell you, this show is worth its weight in gold just in the last two minutes. This is the how to and how not to do things that <laughs> you need in life to make yourself successful. And we're bringing it right to you live. And like, this, wow. do I look at the camera? Do I look at you? What do I look at? <laughs> Well, tell me, Jerry, uh, as we exit out, um, a favorite song of yours? Dream On. Dream On, Aerosmith. 
Iman Aerosmith. That would be my that would be my 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 walk on song, if you will. I, I I get that, man. That is such a, a mysterious and beautiful. You know, I like a sweet emotion by them. That's great too. That's, that's a great. Got a, that's got a hell of a drum beat to it too. The bands growing up for me were Led Zeppelin and Aerosmith. That was it for me. That was the epitome of rock and roll. And if Bonham didn't die, they'd still be doing it for sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. For sure. <laughs> This is Ken Roshan and Amplified, and we have Jerry Lebozo. What an amazing second book. And if you read it three, three times, it's going to feel like his third book. I'm not kidding you. Uh, so I highly recommend you get this book. It's a fun book for people that love music. It's a fun people that want to be a rock star. But most importantly, it's a fun, people, it's a fun book for people that don't like to read. This is a fun book for people that don't like to read. Do you know there's uh, – we have to go, but I want to say um, there's this guy named Howard Stern. Have you ever heard of him? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so when he came out with private parts, it was that thick of a book. And there were people that said, I've only read one book in my life and it was private parts. And I read it cover to cover. Gosh, I'd love to be that and, in book. And, and what I'm saying is this kind of book right here, it's, it's easy to read. It's fun to read. Every single page has references to music, has references to really witty stuff and, and just brings you back to your childhood or brings you back to times. I mean, that, that's what music is. Music is a template of memory of what you lived. And that's, that's, I just can't express it. It's the universal language, really. It is. And smile is the universal expression. We're going to leave with that. We're going to come back and find out why Elton John's number one in this book. So, Hey Jerry, in case you don't know the answer learn that answer before we get back. All right. <laughs> Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. 
To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at theumbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, we are so excited to be with Jerry Lebozo and... We first of all have to, I mean, it's a common name, Lebozo. You hear it all the time. But where does it originate? It is 100% Italian. It's pronounced Lobozzo. 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 You know I watched Lamborghini last night. I have two of them. Do you? That's very kind of you. I have the wine. That's, that's about <laughs> it. So I met Mr. Lamborghini at Secret Knock. Now, he's the third generation, of course, but I met Mr. Lamborghini. And he speaks only Italian. And there was an interpreter um, that was helping us out during our lunch because it was just the two of us. Now, let me see if I can find Mr. Lamborghini while we're talking here. But the other part of this is that, good golly, Italian. I mean, do they got it going on or what? You got it going on. Everybody wants to be Italian, <laughs> except Italians. Yeah. Well, so have you been to Italy a lot? I, I have not. Man, I'm, I can't even say this out loud, but I have not been to Italy yet. And, and at my age, I should have We're been. We're changing that. You and I are changing that. We're going to Italy. By the way, I was invited to go to Naples, Italy uh, through a speaking, uh, a speaking mastermind that's supposed to happen this coming week. And I, and I couldn't do it because I had some other gigs. But we will, we will make Italy happen. I have a, a gentleman, Cosimo. He's one of my clients. His book's not handy here. But Cosimo teaches how to expand your mind, how to remember everything. He's a super intelligent guy. He's from Italy, speaks Italian, of course. Do you speak Italian? I do. I do. I do. I speak speak Italian, but I also speak Sicilian. Oh, shucks. I could literally do a whole movie in Sicilian because my wife is is, uh, family is Sicilian, and I've been in the family for 40 years, and that's all I've ever heard. Again, we know in here and out here. So what's crazy is I was – I was offered a free course in, in speaking Sicilian, and they said, we can teach you Sicilian, but we'll have to kill you. And I was like, I'm going to. Yeah, that's true. By the way, all this talk about mafia, that's just a legend. <laughs> there's, no, there's no mafia, and there's no, it's just. It's all Hollywood. It's, it's all Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, they're just nice people, and that's a bunch of baloney. We like to eat, but we don't hurt to nobody. <laughs> I do like to forget about it. I mean, that is. But, you know, we made, a, we made an Italian I'm not Italian. I, here I am Italian. We made a New York version, but it's got an Italian feel to it. So you know about our Keep Smiling movement. I do. Okay. I do. You held the card. Well, we made the Italian, the New York dialect. Are you ready? Hey, you. Keep smiling. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So we went up to Times Square and we were giving these away. And it was just as popular as our Australian one, which is, of course. Keep smiling, mate. Well, might. Yeah. <laughs> you got more? We have. Uh, well, I do. I have Jamaican. Keep smiling, man. And we do. And I don't have the one handy. It doesn't look. I think I ran out of those ones. But uh, the Canadian. Keep smiling, eh? Yeah, I love it. Well, you might as well just make them everywhere you go, right? Well, I, well, we have forty-five different languages. Ironically, the ones we're doing here are just fun dialects of English. But but we have forty forty-four Greek. Turkish, Russian, Arabic, Farsi. I mean, the whole the whole spectrum. Well, you have to do that because this and is- we have an Italian young man. Are you impressed? I'm impressed. I'm very impressed. 
I mean, what you're doing is global. You got to have it all. You know? Well, you said it all with the, the uh, music being the universal language. We have to have the cards for the universal expression being a smile, right? Here's how music is the international language. You can take as many people as you want, three, four, five musicians that are from different countries that don't speak a word of your language or English. And, and, and as long as all of them are of the same musical range, either beginner, intermediate, or advanced, put them in a room and they'll make hits. They'll make music. You don't even need to speak. That's, that's, right. the power, that's the power of music. And that's the power. Oh, is this an advertisement? That is an advertisement for Keith Smiling in Italian. Ah. So, continuara sorry dire. Is that good? Is that, did I do all right? Uh, sorriso, it would be uh, the, to smile. Yes, but uh, the, apparently the conjugation, hopefully we had an Italian that actually gave us the right conjugation, but it's to continue smiling. Continue, continue smiling. Smile. You better yes. believe it. It's, yes. I, I have so much I want to say, and I don't know what, when. when not well, we're going to start saying it right now because I, I was holding the show back till this point for the people that were really willing to go the whole distance with us. Okay, great. Let's go. Right. So you had brought up, during, you were spilling the beans during our break, and I want, I want to actually give all the people that were hanging there during that break what you were saying about you wrote it as a top 10 backwards. Well, I mean, um, the, the, my, the original idea for the book was everybody wants to be a rock star. Right. Hence, guitar hero and air guitar playing and, you know, car drumming on your dashboard. So everybody wants to be a rock star. But then, like, some things happen as, as we're writing it. I'm on the phone with with Nathan and, and Matt, my, my two team members. And Nathan likes to live in different countries. And right now he lives in Porto, Portugal. So he, he goes, Jerry, I'm at a bar. And it's called everybody wants to be. Uh, it's never too late to be a rock star. And that was an omen to me because. Mm -hmm. By, by calling the book Everybody Wants to Be a Rock Star, the book would have gone in a different direction. But then when I heard that, I realized that the word rock star is used as a term of endearment for a reason. Yes, it is. For a reason. Mm -hmm. If somebody calls you a rock star, then you got their attention. If you call somebody a rock star, then, then, then they've got your attention. So the book has three different facets to it. Number one, recognize the rock star in you and be a better person. Because if you're going to hold title rock star, you better be awesome but be awesome humbly. Then the second one is acknowledge the rock stars in your life. Let them know that you're thinking about them. Let them know that they're doing great things and pay homage to them. And then the third facet of the book is it's never too late to dot, 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 do anything, period. And I'm living proof of that. I mean, I- You know, if there was ever a time that a drumstick could just be dropped, that was it. That was it? Yeah, I mean, you, you hit the, the, the trifecta. You hit the because you, you talked about the inner person having a power of one impact in the world, but doing it with humility. And then the gratitude aspect of it, of actually saying thank you to all the people who inspire you and that you love. And the third part is that time's a ticking. Wake up because you only got so much you can do with your life. Do it now. I love it. I love exactly it. Right. And uh, did I give you a postcard while I was at Secret Knock? I said, send this postcard to, some, to a rock star in your life. Imagine you're sitting home. And, and you're getting this postcard in the mail. It's so beautiful. It's beautiful, right? So that's, that's pretty much the whole concept of the book itself. But we did it through music because music is powerful. And this relates to everybody. Who, doesn't, who can't relate to, to the word rock star, right? We, we see them as mythical creatures. They bring in thousands of people. How is it that these people have the, the ability to bring in hordes of people to one location, have people go absolutely crazy? Everybody knows who they are, but they don't know who you are. So they have this like mountain moving 
ability that people want to, you know, attach themselves to, hence calling somebody a rock star. It's pretty cool, right? I do. I love it. I love it. So uh, we we have so many other things we could talk about in the remaining eight minutes or so that we have. I do want to I want to ask about this this fellow. I've heard about him before. Um, Elton John. Have you heard of him? <laughs> Man, he's still he's still crushing it. I mean, his two latest hits with Britney Spears and uh, Dua Lipa. I mean, crazy. You know, listen, these guys, they try to retire. You can't retire. You retire when you expire. They always do these farewell tours, but it doesn't it doesn't work. This is this is what we do. Musicians have to uh, creative people have to create. Musicians have to make music. How about and Willie Nelson? Still rocking. He's doing it with his son. He's ninety. He's still doing it with his son. His son sounds exactly like him too, which is kind of like a you know you'd be able to continue the the uh, the legacy of his father. Right. But music is the international everything. Everybody can relate to it. That's why rock stars move people with the words that they write and the notes that they play. So this this uh, appeals to everyone. And we didn't think all of this through. Some things happened by accident, like the cover. Nobody really knows who or what that is. I can't say that we did it on purpose because some things just happen. Some right. people, the woman, some think people think it's a guy. Some people think it's me when I get older. They don't know what to think. So that's the cool thing about writing books is you set out to do it and you don't know what's going to come out on the other end. And we just, we put a lot of work into it, both books. I can, I can tell. So tell me uh, the little hint why we go down to Elton John is number one. Well, because he's the rocket man, right? So the, the stars, the sky is not the limit. The sky is just a view. Right. Good so job. That's why, Thank that's you. That's why we chose Rocket Man. Yes. How, did you watch the movie Rocket Man? I did not. We tried a couple times to watch it, but we got distracted. I heard it's very, very good. I mean, they got no. a, a no, you know, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody and then uh, Rocket Man within the same week. I, I could not be more euphoric. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, and you know, how do you tell the story of such an iconic band in you know ninety minutes? I think they did a brilliant job for the minutes they had. I do too. I do because, too. Because uh, you leave that wanting more. First of all. You leave going, wow, like wow. unbelievable. There was so much information in that show that I, I mean, that movie that I never knew about him. Right, exactly. And it was it, the cats. You lived with a woman. Oh, yeah. Oh. Brilliant. So um, there's a lot of questions I can ask. I don't want to take up time that would be better used for questions that I should ask. So tell me some more things about this book. And then let's, let's give a couple of uh, little pointers to the, 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 the speak yourself for yourself. So I want you to tell me three nuggets you want our listeners to walk away with, and uh, we'll go with at the end, how they can get the book. Well, the, the three nuggets I gave to you already, but, but the, but the last chapter is humility. I mean, we need to be humble in life. Humility, humility and generosity are the two things that, that, you either have or you don't, but you can develop. I remember we got in a huge argument at Secret Knock, and I was like, I'm more humble than you. And you're like, no, you're not. I'm more humble than you. And we were like really going at it. But then we finally was, we're really you humble. You won. You won. The <laughs> yeah, right. So be humble. Be nice. It's not that difficult. What I love about what you're doing is exactly it falls in line with, with what I'm doing. So I'll segue to, to this book for a second. So I'm a natural born public servant. I mean, I'm finishing up 
a, an actual day job right now. I'm going to be done doing what I'm doing now, but that's in public service. But, I'm, but why am I doing that? Because I'm a natural public servant. I'm the best guy in aisle five to get the bottle from the top for the old lady. I want to do that, right? So and whenever something happens, I'm a natural born public servant, natural born fixer. When there's a problem, I just want am to- I, Am I hearing a third title that will outdo natural born killers? Perhaps natural born servant, public servant. It's not as exciting. <laughs> so, so this book right here, I, I, I hit the. Oh, right. You're doing great. No, you you are hitting it perfectly. Yeah. So this book right here uh, is basically my autobiography, right? Of of uh, just speaking up for myself, and and if you don't speak up, if you don't give, you won't get, right? So I'm a natural born public servant. I'm a, I'm a, a fixer. I just want to fix things. So the, the, the basic storyline in that is what I ask everybody, what are you doing to contribute to the world fix? So the work contributing to the world fix is kind of like the umbrella of what I'm doing. And, um, when, when you guys, well, hit, sometimes your brain goes a lot faster than well, your mouth can. So hit me with a fix. Hit me with a fix you'd like to do. Smile at someone. That's yeah. what got my attention. So you're telling people here, hold this and smile. Let's take a picture. So I cannot walk past a person unless we're walking in the streets of Manhattan because you can't do this there. But I cannot walk past a person in, in, in the street or in a building without smiling and saying hello and acknowledging them. I feel it's so cold when somebody walks past you and you didn't acknowledge them. So, the, so, the, so if you want to contribute to the world fix, you do it in very small nuggets because I do believe that the world is fixable. It's a mess. It's a mess, but it didn't get there overnight. So just like something negative can go viral, doing something nice can go viral as well. So if it's a small small uh, gesture as smiling at someone or give someone a compliment, I do it all day, every day, and the reaction's unbelievable. Awesome. And keep going. Tell about, speak yourself more. Speak for yourself. Uh, so it's, it's a, I learned so much in writing these books. I mean, so basically what I did was in order to write this book, and this is my advice I would give to anybody, if you're going to write a book, take all the, the information that you have, especially about yourself, and lay it all out on the kitchen table. You'll be surprised how much stuff you've accomplished in however many years you've been on earth. So that's what we did. We took everything that I've ever done and laid it all out on the kitchen table. So you're ready for the doctorate program. That is actually the, the advice they give. They say lay out all your transcripts, lay out all the books. You do this different days, but and then you take all the index cards and you just compile them with all the lessons and then you start putting together dissertation in it. Oh my God. And you'll be shocked. about six months. Took me about you'll six months. You'll be shocked to, to, to realize what you've done. So never underestimate the power of your accomplishments because they don't expire, right? Quick story. So I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm an original cast member of the hit series, Pokemon. So when they held the auditions for this 30 years ago, 1998 or so, they put out a, a, an audition request for everybody. Everybody was there, all the big boys, all the, everybody was there. So they wanted, they wanted people like me that could do a lot of different voices, you know, coming out of one person. So I and maybe eight or nine of us were chosen to do this. We didn't know where it was going to go. They said, we don't know what this is. The word anime didn't exist yet. It, hmm. wasn't, it wasn't a thing like it is now. So they said, we don't know where this is going to go, but, you know, we're looking for versatile people. So they chose us and they said, do buy into it with us. We'll see what happens. So it became what it is today. But I kind of forgot about it, right? I'm, now, as a musician, I go and I get hired to play drums on something called Blues in the Schools, which is an awesome, awesome concept. You bring the blues, the story of the blues to these schools, and you start teaching the kids, start paying it forward, right? So we go to this thing in Chicago. 
my 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 friend who's all over both books, Dave Fields, says to me, "Come with me, do do the gig." So we go there, and he introduces the band. Now, six hundred kids, little kids, like little kids from preschool up to maybe third grade, and this is nineteen. This is in the two thousands. She goes, let me introduce my band for you. And on bass, we have Joe Schmo. And on drums, my friends for so many years and original cast member, many voices in Pokemon, Jerry Lobozo. The kids went ballistic. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't, I go, what's happening here? They went crazy. And then when we did Q&A, they just wanted to talk to me. They didn't, so, so it kind of like put a kink in the reason why we were there. So I'm like, wow, man, this has unbelievable staying power. Yeah, so, you never know the impact you're having in the world. And don't underestimate your credits or your or your accomplishments because they will they will come back around. Especially if you're looking to be an author, everything is relevant. Well, we got to go rapid fire pretty soon, and do not think that you're going to get away with this being your only show. We're going to do a re-release of your third book. All right. So before we do that, I just want to say that the smile thing really uh, was a great comment that you're walking down the street and someone doesn't smile or you, you, you don't know why there's not a human connection. And there's a guy named Charlie Tremendous Jones. And he has a very famous quote that is the difference between where you are today and where you'll be five years from now are the books you read and the people you meet. In other words, read more books, meet more great people, and you'll have a whole new identity and a whole new way of living. And his other thing that he did, his daughter uh, told me that he does this and it speaks to your sidewalk walk. He walks down the street and no matter whether someone is smiling or not, he says, thanks for your smile. That's that's exactly what I'm talking about. And you will be shocked because people won't expect something like that. Right. And so they start smiling if they weren't. And they, of course, are happy that they were. I walked up to a woman and I put this in the book and I walked up to her and I go, you know, how when people come up to you and they say, hey, you know, who you look like it's never anything good. It's always somebody horrible. Right. <laughs> so I go, I go, I said this to her and she said, yeah, I go, OK, I'm ready. You ready for yours? Give me. And for hers, not yours. Yeah, I know. Diana Ross, man, she didn't know what to do because wow, Diana awesome. Ross is like iconic, gorgeous, all of the things that you would want to be compared to. And 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 uh, she. Well, goes, and this must be your tagline because you said that to me when I was at Secret Knock. I was like, I never have had anyone say I look like Diana Ross. So that's pretty cool that you do that with everybody. No, but I told you, you you're dead sexy. <laughs> hey, sexy. Well, we have some rapid fire questions to give you. Let's do it. All right, so. They're as fast to you as they are coming back. Okay. Here we go. So this um, would be like dog, cat, boy, girl. Yeah, yeah kind of like that, except a, maybe three more words. So uh, uh, a book that changed your life. Uh, 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 rich Dad, Poor Dad. Okay. A uh, movie that inspires you. <laughs> I'm, I'm into goofy shit, so um, goofy stuff. Um, my Big Fat Greek Wedding. It's You could remove the Greek and put it's a it in Yes, you could definitely put Italian. They 100%. should put Italian. Uh, forget about it. So uh, what is a song that gets you going? Dream On. That is the song. Okay. Um, I Since we heard that before, what's another song? Oh, uh, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. That pretty much We can talk it. about that, so we'll put a little link on that one. Uh, who's a group that you wish you, you would meet that you haven't? Uh, the remaining members of Led Zeppelin, 100%, and I intend to. And you intend to okay, and the and, remain, and Aerosmith. So those are my two. Well, favorite. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you after the show about actually creating some type of opportunity where we have lots of musicians and actually talk about that being the universal language. But here we go. Um, who's your hero? My sister, my deceased sister. Who would you want to meet you haven't met? 
besides the musicians, I'm talking about somebody that is not a musician. If there's even such a thing. There isn't such a thing. I don't know if I could answer that without just like picking something out of the sky. All right. And by the way, great song too, right? Green, green. The, Which one? Uh, here in the sky. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, who would I like to meet that I haven't met yet? Oh, my God. I don't, who could answer that? Was that okay, the- how, about a, how about a musician that's no longer around? Like, I, I, Roy Orbison's, like, huge to me. The Traveling Wilburys, holy heck. Jeff Lynn put all four of those guys together. Incredible. So who's, who's a band that you wish you could meet that you never would have met uh, because they just weren't around at that time? The Beatles. The Beatles. Okay, good. And what's a quote you live by? God. Quote that I live by. Um, contribute to the world fix. Yes, that's my new, that's my new quote. That I I, okay, that's a beautiful quote. Now, I want to hear a bigger fix because the smile is a humanity fix. And I agree with you. It's 100%. I'm 100%. But what is a fix for something that really is a problem right now? Technology. Technology is a, is a, is a necessary evil in some mm-hmm. cases. And, you know, we need to embrace it, but we also need to be aware of it and one of, the, one of my, my, my quotes is embrace the old while living in the new. Awesome. How do people connect with you? They connect to me through jerrylobozo.com and they can send me an email at jerrylobozo at gmail.com uh, or come to my house. I have lots and of- even, And for our listeners, can they go to jerrylobozo.net just for fun? No, it's not longer up. That <laughs> 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 would me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I am so excited to meet you again in person. I know we met at Secret Knock, but that was a that was actually just crazy that so much could happen in a minute. I mean, that was two minutes. Of of us meeting? Yes. Yes. You remember what you said to me? I don't. Tell me. Hey, listen, I want to take your picture. So took my picture. You go, okay, now with your book. Take the picture with the book. And this and uh, uh first was me with the book, and then it was both of us with the book, and you go, This will be a next year's secret knock, which goes out to forty thousand people. Yes, it does. And you walked away. And by the way, it like, is what's happened here. I literally am communicating, and this is so cool because this is my layout person. She's amazing. But if you see here, it says Secret Knock Men's Edition and Women's Edition. I'm going to tell you why. Because exactly. we had so many Secret Knockers, I can't fit them all in one book. It is the most amazing event. I mean, we can't talk about it because it's a secret, obviously. It's a secret. Yeah. And no one knows where it is. No one knows who's going to show up on stage. But Greg is a genius because. He makes it that you don't want to know. And what the coolest part about this event, kids, is, first of all, you would never be able to get to any of these people that are in the room. I'm talking about the billionaires and the and the trans- We have 30 seconds. So I'm going to actually say that is a secret. So he has secret, secretknock.co. You can't even put M and then find it. So this is Ken Roshan on Amplified. I am so excited that Jerry Labozo is a new friend of mine, a brother of mine. I'm going to call my perm brother where I am actually, I guess, curly. <laughs> the next time we meet on this the show, we're both going to wear our afros that we had when we were younger. Amen, amen. And- so this is Ken Roshan on Amplified. Stay Amplified, keep smiling, and most importantly, bring a smile to someone you walk across the stage, the sidewalk, or anywhere in life, because you don't know how it's going to actually ripple and cause another smile. Doesn't cost anything. Doesn't. And, and it's got right. an incredible impact. Rock on, Roshan. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Have a good day. This applause are for you. God bless you. Likewise back. We- 
We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.